Digital rating systems, such as star ratings at Amazon or Airbnb, are meant to inspire and build trust. But what happens when rating systems are used to control behavior? Worse, what happens when rating systems against individuals are not about the actual services of those individuals, but the experiences around those services? This week, we look at the negative effects of ratings and why designing the overall experience now matters more than ever. This week, we are joined by Survey. Say hello. Good afternoon. Hi. And Survey, can you start to tell us a little bit about why this topic is interesting uh, and why particularly we wanted to talk about it this week? Yeah, reviews, we see them in every online experience these days. If you think about uh, which platform you use them, like uh, Amazon, uh, Airbnb, Booking. Uber, TripAdvisor. Exactly, they all have it. And it's it's actually really convenient as a user. I can see which things are are rated well. Uh, The things that I want are probably the ones with the highest ratings. It's a really good way of making decisions. For a lot of people, it is the way that they make decisions about how to buy a product or a service. If a restaurant has two stars, you're probably going to skip it. If it has five stars, eh, you're going to check it out, right? So it makes the difference between whether you're going to visit an establishment or pick a driver or pick a place to stay. So it is quite an influential way of selecting a product or service. Yeah, exactly. And it it also works the other way around for the company. So it's good for for users. It's good for the company. Think about booking or uh, Uber. They can basically use that rating system to... Uh, get rid of the hotels or the drivers that they don't want in their service. So now, what could possibly go wrong with this? Well, imagine that these reviews or ratings are being shared between platforms. What would happen then? So imagine that an Uber gets access to your Airbnb ratings. Well, I'm going to back you up for a minute. Because I think even before that, a lot of times when people think of ratings... They think that I'm looking at a product, right? It's like a book or an album or a restaurant or a flight, something like that, an airline, right? But what a lot of people don't think about is that at the same time, me as an individual has a rating with Airbnb, right? Based on how I have been as a guest. Me as an individual has a rating from Uber as how I've been as a passenger, right? If I'm drunk and unruly, I'm going to get two stars. If I'm an Airbnb and trash somebody's apartment, I'm going to get a poor review, right? So your point is now when those things start getting shared between companies, what happens? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's that profile of you is going to be shared and it's going to be some kind of an open compliance document that they can basically use to allow you to a service, yes or no. So essentially, if I had poor ratings from Uber, if I had been using Uber for two years and I was a, you know drunken disorderly passenger for 50% of the time on Uber and now I signed up to Airbnb and Airbnb looks at my Uber score and they say well we're already going to start you off with a score of two and a half stars right we're not even going to give you a chance to get rated by anybody because we can already see that you have poor behavior so therefore you're already starting behind the eight ball yeah exactly they're limiting probably limiting your results or not even allowing you on the, on the platform in the first place just because of the, the history that you build up with another company. So now what becomes really in this dystopian realm is that I'm always thinking about my behavior and I'm always being fake, right? I'm always trying to smile to everybody. And there's a great Black Mirror episode called Nosedive that is literally about this, right? That is, you know, how I act to everybody res- results in them giving me ratings as a person, And then as that individual, I may have access to better mortgage rates, or I may be able to get better rental services. If I have a poor rating, 
I am, you know, pulled back from those things. So all of a sudden it creates this economic divide that never existed. Yeah, you're creating a measurement of good behavior in essence. So I, I think when people watch that episode of Black Mirror, they think, or if there were, for those of you who have seen it, you know, it might be like, oh, well, this is, you know, very dystopian. This is very far in the future. But the thing is, these rating systems already exist and a lot of people don't even think about it. Exactly. And these companies are working or working on a solution where they can actually exchange these kind of things to get to the point where they can make these decisions. Because for them, it's important to improve their own services. Well, because why wouldn't you? If you're Airbnb and me, Joe, comes on and says, I want to rent my apartment out. And then they can see that I have been a driver for Uber and I've been a crappy driver, right? And Uber booted me off Uber uh, one month ago. And so I'm now, now I'm going to move to another platform because I think these are individual platforms that don't share information. All of a sudden I'm locked out of Airbnb, right? So there is there is potential social limitations, economic limitations, job limitations that come from this type of rating system. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the tricky point here now is then think about what's going to be reviewed. And especially from a design perspective, that's something interesting because you can't just assume that an Airbnb rating is the same as an Uber rating. You're reviewing a service based on a certain premise and that's not always the same. And that's also what you what you see happening when you, uh, when you deep, uh, do a deep dive into these numbers where people trust reviews. And when they write reviews, they often write reviews about, for instance, for, for Amazon, they, a lot of times they write reviews around, oh, this was really fast delivered, which is nice, but has nothing to do with the product itself. But it's going to influence the score of the product because you write about that. And if you if you start, so we as users, when we go through that list of comments, we think that's a lousy comment. That's something I'm not going to take into account. But that's not how machine learning works. That's not how our, our artificial intelligence works. They just use the accumulated score to give a rating to that product. And that's the same thing they're going to do to your profile. Well, what becomes interesting is being an American and moving over to Netherlands, one of the things that you culturally notice about uh, differences are the Dutch are much more direct in many situations. So if they don't like something you have done, I mean, survey, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, you're Dutch, they'll be more honest with you than Americans who maybe tend to be a little bit more passive and will simply smile and say everything's okay, even though they are annoyed with you. Dutch culture really dictates more that you will say directly what you feel. Yeah, when it sucks, it sucks, and you'll tell them. Yeah, and I can imagine all of a sudden that, you know, I'm Dutch, and I go to the U.S., and I complain about something, and then I'm given a poor review, but I don't think I've done anything wrong because that's culturally just normal, right? So there's all these cultural um, situations that spring up that just cause problems and almost make you then want to be a recluse with your own <laughs> within your own country if you start to think about this because you don't want to get rated poorly right so you will change behavior if especially if this becomes a limitation of social or job functions which is incredibly uh, creepy to think about one of the other things that you mentioned uh, in, in some of the articles that you had read was that people are not always rated against the service they provide. Yeah, exactly. So if you think about Chetoro as a very interesting example was garage holders. So when you're bringing your car to a garage, you can you see these websites coming up where you can review them. And a lot of people don't understand what happens there. So they use these reviews to find the garage that they think fits to their needs best. But what turns out is that in most cases, these garage holders are actually not rated on what actually happened under the hood, but they're being rated on how nice they were if they communicated well 
about the problem. So it's it's not even reviewing the service or the product that people were using. They're reviewing the communication line, basically. That leads to these garage holders to change their behavior as well. So they can they know they're going to be reviewed on their communication, so they start communicating better, whilst they can be the most crappy repairman ever, but they know that most people actually not... Uh, give, you know, they, they will not give feedback on that. So then you, you think from a designer's perspective, there's really a twofold situation here. One is that, are you creating rating systems that can harm individuals, right? And, and so much of this podcast series is talking about the responsibility designers have, that now as we are being asked to design situations that could possibly you know, hurt individuals uh, from a social or economic point of view or situations that have ethical implications, we need to step up and we need to have these conversations. So number one is thinking about the type of rating system when you're working on these programs that you're creating and can it be used against people. Number two is that this demonstrates why it's even more important as a company or a designer to look at the entire end-to-end situation. Because if I'm a mechanic, and let's just say I'm rude, but the work I do is great, all of a sudden I have a three out of five star review. But I'm doing amazing work. I don't understand why I'm getting reviewed poorly if I'm doing amazing work. Why are they judging me on my attitude? Maybe I'm not the nicest guy and I don't smile, but why does that matter? All of a sudden, now it matters. It's a completely different way of thinking for exactly. a lot of people. It's, and the same with restaurants. Service can be crappy. Food can be amazing. Um, that's a trade-off for people, and you have to split those two up. You can't just accumulate and make those decisions based on that. So it's about asking the right question, putting them in the right buckets, uh, and then even in the first place as us designers, should we actually use a review system in this case and can it harm people is probably the first question that you want to ask. I also tend to think about going back to the, the Dutch-American cultural differences, the cultural differences globally, right? Being an American, you hear from Americans the first time they travel overseas, the, these you know cultural situations, since you mentioned restaurants, right? Overseas doesn't necessarily revolve around a tipping culture. So people are going to be rude, right? So all of a sudden you get you know 20 reviews on TripAdvisor that say this restaurant sucks, even though the food was good. And right, does this somehow this, this move towards globalization, towards travel, uh, towards the ability of people to migrate to different spots, does this have different implications when you as a designer are creating an experience? Are you creating it for the local? Are you creating it for the regional? Are you creating it for the global? And what impact does that have on how people are going to see the service? So survey, I think to wrap this up, this really becomes about, again, that responsibility that designers are having, whether that's ethical, whether that's understanding the behavioral implications, um, that they are having with the products they're designing and then looking at that complete end-to-end system. Again, this, uh, this podcast series is really about opening up these questions. We're not going to be able to answer everything. I'm going to try to keep these short. But as designers listening, start to think about this. And even as you use review systems, think about how you are reviewing people and if you're actually reviewing what needs to be reviewed. Exactly. And then figure out how to hack them, right? I want to be an asshole again. How can I do that? <laughs> Why would you want to go down? Why would you want to have two stars? Ah, social cloud survey, social cloud. Well, thank you. And uh, we will talk again soon. Ciao. Later, man.